mindfulness mode. In that time of being unsure is when I started getting sick. There was a lot of health issues. Hey, Mindful Tribe. Today's guest is a sound alchemist. He heals with sound. How cool is that? I mean, we all love putting on favorite music because we know that'll make us feel better. But did you know that you can actually heal with sound? We've talked about sound healing before on the show. And well, my guest creates music at certain frequencies that actually help people relax and lose their anxiety and boost their wellness. He's a talented and experienced instrumentalist. He's a poet, a visual artist, author, and he's founder of the business Listening to Smile. Now, if any of this sounds familiar, well, you're right, because he was on the show back in February 2019, episode 403. You can check that out, mindfulnessmode.com slash 403. And now he's back. So my guest is Ian Morris. I'm so happy to say that my friend Ian is here again. And I have so much admiration for you, Ian. How are you anyway? I'm doing good, man. I'm really excited to be here. And I'm excited to have you here. It's it's just (laughs) so great because I know that back when we talked before, you were getting your business listening to Smile going. And now there's just been so much that's happened since that time. And, uh, you know, healing with sound, that is such an interesting area to be working in. So, yeah, I want to talk about that and what that's all about. What's the scientific evidence behind healing with sound? Can you share some of that with us? Yeah, well, there's so many different levels that sound works on. It's really interesting because if you take music, for example, and you break down music and how how and why it affects people, just as a traditional song like from the 70s, like classic rock or something, pop music on the radio, um, you're really talking about several facets, you know, working together. And that would be like lyrical content, you know, the lyrics that are being sung, the emotional connection to those lyrics, whether it's about heartbreak or triumph or, or, you know, victory or whatever it is that they're singing about. And the listener really, you know, relates to that. And then also you have like the emotional qualities, the melodies and the tempo and the things that are really driving the song that a person connects with because they need uplifting or a, a pump of energy or to chill them out, you know, so these These types of elements of music work in that way. And then you have the intention behind the music and the frequency when you're talking more about sound healing and a lot of the qualities like that when you're using it for meditation or sound bath. And so it's just there's so many multifacets that it works on. But as far as the evidence, what we're seeing is that uh, tempo and frequency has the ability to help facilitate new brainwave states in the body. Um, Someone who has a uh, you know, anxiety. Uh, so so just, know. just stop there for a second. Yeah, it yeah. creates new brainwave. What, what does it do? Brainwave, brainwave states, new brainwave states. So is that like new neural pathways? Is that the same kind of thing? It's, it's not exactly, but it's very similar in the thing that like uh, a new neural pathway would be creating a new perspective or new outlook uh-huh. for a certain problem or issue or condition. But the the brainwave state would be like when you're in a sleep state, your brainwave is in more like before we hit REM sleep, your brainwave will go into a theta pattern, 
very relaxed, the, the state just before deep sleep, okay. right? Yes. Okay. And so every state of the brain, whether you're working or active, you have different brainwave states. Uh-huh. And so if there's a problem, like someone who's stuck in an elevated brainwave state and cannot relax, super anxious, has a lot right. of Right. And they're feeling scattered yeah. and they're feeling kind of all over the place and like they can't focus, that kind of feeling. Yes, yeah. exactly. We've never been there, <laughs> yeah. have we, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still there quite frequently. I still use the music as a tool for all of that. So then if yeah, you're feeling that way, you're feeling like you can't focus and you don't know why things are like crazy in your head, then you put on a certain piece of music at a certain frequency and you must have certain go-tos that you would put on, certain certain selections. Yeah, definitely. Um, some of my personal favorite is one that we've developed with the company, which is 390.6 hertz. And we've dubbed it the frequency of peace, uh, just because of the last four or five years working with this frequency, every person has developed some kind of personal attachment to it. And, and each one talks about the peacefulness of that frequency. And it happens so much. We just said, Hey, this is the frequency of peace. That is so cool. And isn't there, (laughs) isn't, isn't that available for people to sample or something like that? Yeah, actually on Spotify or Apple music, you can sample the 390.6 Hertz. It's called belief code 21 from listening to my belief code. I'm going to write this down. And I know I like, I know that you told me about this before and everything. (laughs) And I went and checked it out, but I mean, for my guests, belief code. And then what's the number one belief code 21. Mm -hmm. How easy is that? So you go on Spotify, you search belief code 21, and then you can deal with that feeling of being scattered and you can sort of slow yourself down. Now, what about if you feel like you need more energy? You know, you're kind of on the other side. You're kind of like, oh, I'm kind of feeling in a lull and I kind of feel like I need more of that. Is there music that will do that? Well, first, what I deal with when people are needing to be uplifted is we do upbeat tempos. And that that's one of the first things you target. Then you're going to also see what other issues the person's going through. And you're Uh going to start picking a frequency that coincides with not only uplifting their mood and getting them a little more active, but also the frequency that's pinpointing. um, Like, for instance, if someone's dealing with pain, the 174 hertz off of the solfagio scale, you know, that is a great frequency to work with with pain. And then you could just use it with an upbeat track that has some drums and a little bit of, you know, upbeat music. And But tempo is really effective. Like if you look at a sporting event where they pump people up, dun, uh-huh. dun, 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 you know, yeah. so you're looking at like 120, 160 beats per minute that they'll play. And what it does is it gets the crowd amped up. It's not just the melody that they're playing. It's the actual tempo that actually boosts right. the person's. Um, you know, energy level. And so, so this can be different for different people, depending on where you're at. Yes, right? exactly. And so we try really hard to help people learn to go in, go within, you know, ask themselves some questions and really get to the pinpoint target. Like, for instance, I'm feeling really tired. But is that because I'm, I've been super anxious this entire week? I started a new job and I'm on edge all the time. I'm not taking any time for breathing or self-care or you know meditation. Yeah. Or is it actually my nutrition's off? I'm not eating as much as I was. I'm super stressed on top of that. You know, There's a lot of different things that you can pinpoint, help people get to the root cause of what's going on. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that music across the board you know, a lot of people who come to us for coaching, you know, assistance, uh, we call it personal frequency coaching. 
And so they'll, they'll learn cool. about sound healing, how it helps, how to facilitate it in their life day to day, and then some base frequencies to start with. But like when we're talking to those people, the first question that we ask is, how much are you listening to music? Not sound healing, just music. How much are you listening to it? And 90% or more of those people who were coming in were saying, I think I've just, I don't have time for music. I don't really listen to music. And what we're finding is that just music in general is such a great tool for mood, you know, facilitating a different brainwave state as well as mood a mood enhancer, you know? And so a lot of times people cut loose, like they listen to music again, they're dancing while they're cooking in the kitchen, you know, just different things. And they don't realize how crucial it is to mental health. Yeah. I think we know that and we forget it. Don't you think so? Yeah. We know like, Hey, you know, we go to a party and the music's upbeat and I feel really good and it's exciting and everything. But then we kind of forget that on a day-to-day basis, we can use music for that too. And I think it's very cool that sometimes you create custom music for people who have specific problems in their life, right? Like specific pain or if they're experiencing depression, don't you create specific music for people who are in that space? We do. The most most people that are coming to us that are getting custom music are businesses or people who are looking for branded music, like a, a guided meditation, life coach, hypnotherapist, um, sometimes yoga studios. There's just different people have us custom make music for them that they can then uh, turn into products. A lot of the people who are coming to us that are looking for healing, we have 88 CDs in our discography now. So there's, there's 88, <laughs> you have 88 CDs. Yeah. Don't you create a CD every month? Yeah. Do you still do that? Yeah, we still do that. So we're making a new CD every month that's based on uh, the astrology energy, as well as the um, current events. And so we create a CD for the collective energy. And then our affiliate program, they get those albums every month, new, new frequencies, new intentions. Right. Your affiliate program. So that's like a membership, right? That's like people can join it. It's like a membership. You get the CD every month. Like that is pretty awesome, isn't it? And so how do people do that? I guess, I guess we've got a link set up, don't we? So that people can go to that link, mindfulnessmode.com slash ITS music. No, 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 no. LTS music, which stands for listening to smile. That's the coolest name, listening to smile. So go to mindfulnessmode.com slash LTS music, and you can sign up for the affiliateship and the membership, basically like getting an album a month. And what do you, what else do you get? You get an album a month. I know that you, you just give, 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 give. (laughs) Tell us more about what you, what you offer for people. Yeah. So Dana is our co-founder and Dana, um, basically every Monday she writes a recalibrate Monday email and it's, uh, gives them some ideas for, um, utilizing the music in different ways with their clients. It also gives Ah. them ideas on for events to host that month, you know, that week, I guess. Um, and it comes with different intentions and different, uh, focuses with, you know, using the program. They also get a download each month of all the astrology information so that that has all the dates in case they wanted to make an event coincide with like a new moon or a full moon or anything, you know, astrological event. Okay. They also they also get all the intentions and frequencies behind the music so that they really know kind of behind the curtains what each song is about, and how they can utilize it with clients. You get um, the backstory. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like cool. uh, behind the music, you know, <laughs> that, that kind yeah, of that's very cool kind of thing. Um, and then they also are able to resell the music to their clients. 
They can also utilize it on social media, videos, podcasts, things like that. Um, And then they also are able to resell the program to other holistic practitioners or other people that would utilize the music in much the same way. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, they get a finder's fee for each referral. Um, So we tried to make it to where they're, they're also getting training for sonic meditation so that they can host their own events based around the music. So there's a lot condensed into the affiliate program and it's a way, there's a lot of multiple avenues to monetize the program once you're a part of it too. Training for sonic meditation. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the sonic meditation is basically a sound bath and guided meditation combined. Um, it has a little bit, we, we incorporate a little bit of white flow yoga in the beginning. It's got intention and breath work. Um, and you know, intention setting, um, exercises and breath work exercises. And then it has a sound bath portion. Each event lasts about an hour and a half long. Um, you'll utilize speakers, aromatherapy, um, and then basically just the facilitator, um, hosting the event and working with the people. And then after the event, the albums are available for sale. Wow, that is amazing. And I want to talk about a major misconception that people have out there. And you and I have talked about this before, that if you have a yoga studio or any kind of a, you know, place where maybe maybe you uh, do consulting, maybe you're a, a psychotherapist or something and people come and you like to pipe nice music into their into the waiting room or something like this. I mean, the misconception is you can just go to iTunes or Spotify and just play music in your business waiting room. Right. So what's the deal with that? Is that not okay? <laughs> yeah. So it's that would be music licensing. And so a lot there's a misconception because a lot of people just are not up to date on the policies, really, uh, the law, you know, basically. Um, so we had recently had a yoga studio owner come to us and say, hey, I'm being sued by BMI. BMI is a performing rights organization that represents the artists. You know, the, and they're the, literally being sued by this organization. Yeah. How would they find out that they're playing music in their waiting room or wherever it is? So what's happening is because of COVID, a lot of companies are moving to online. So they're getting busted by using the music through like Zoom or like Facebook Live or oh. places like that. A lot of times yoga teachers will put it in their videos and then the videos will get taken down. And after a certain amount of times, they'll get slapped with some kind of you know, letter or, you know, a cease and desist and all of that. Right. Well, I know YouTube will just take down your channel, right? Just no questions asked. They'll just shut down your channel just like that. And I mean, Facebook will too, won't they? Yeah. After a certain amount of violations, I think they just cancel your account. Wow. Yeah. So it's becoming more of an issue. But what I was telling her was that you're fine if you pay that $10 for you to use that for your personal use. Where you're breaking the law is when you cross over to the business and you're right. hosting it, you're taking money from other people, but you're using this tool. And right. uh, her response was, well, you know, they're not coming for the music, they're coming for the yoga. And so I said, imagine if I took your yoga video and put your my music to it and put it out online. And I said, well, they're not there for the yoga. The yoga is just background. They're there for the music, you know, because we're a music company. Right, and so right. she said, oh, I see what you're saying. And, and I yeah. think when you communicate on a level where people can understand, you know, that it's a mutual, it's the integrity of it. You're, you're, you want, you're in a business yes. where you're trying to be full of integrity and you want to do it in every step possible that you can do. Um, but you're also making it safe so that you're not, you're 
abiding the law and you have the music right. licensing coverage, like through our program and other programs, you can get music licensing. The difference with ours is that you can actually resell it. And when you promote the program, you actually get a finder's fee for promoting the program. So there's a lot of different ways. And what we have is called a multi-use license, which means that you can utilize it in your business, but you can also take it to social media, videos, advertisements, podcasts, and it's all the same fee. But for the other companies, they'll pay, you'll have to pay a new individual fee for each kind of place that you're taking it to. Right. Yeah. I knew that was true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is something that not enough people know. Not enough people realize that if you play music on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is, that that's fine for personal use, but it's illegal if you're using it in your business. And so, well, let's talk about the cost. So how much does this cost for this membership, this affiliate ship that people can sign up for? Yeah. So it's $60 a month to be a member. But so that comes out to $720 for the year. But through your podcast, we're going to offer a special, which is basically $600. So we're taking $120 off the cost for your listeners that are coming through you for those sales. And then basically what that breaks down to is they get the $600 and then they're, they're getting the training, you know, for the sonic meditations. They'll get a written Mm -hmm. orientation as well. They'll also get the resale privileges, the licensing privileges. They'll be able to uh, take it on social media. They'll be able to resell the program. And then they get all of what we spoke of earlier in those downloads each month. And they have, the the last thing is that they have support for the year. So if someone so six hundred per year, can you pay per month if you want to? That six hundred per year is an upfront payment. But if someone right, yeah, I get payment that. options, there are payment options available if they. Come. So you could pay per month if you just wanted to check it out for a month or two and see. No, hey, it would does be this a, work? But you can't thing, do that. Yeah, the only thing is, is that it's a one year commitment. So it's just a one year contract that they sign. Right. And if, if at the end of that year they don't want to do it any longer, they don't have to. Um, but it's just it's a one year commitment. So people can go in and check out your sample tracks exactly. and check out, kind of go to your website and look around and see what it looks like. And and you probably have testimonials on there and stuff like that. We do. I know, like, I, I think that it's amazing that you're offering this to people. And not only that, for only $600, you can get legal music in your business, but then you can sell it to your clients. And, and do you sell like... Kent, how does that work? You sell like physical CDs or how do you sell it to your clients? We do have a couple available options for, you know, physical CDs, but most everything is a digital download. So it's very easy for the affiliates to sell. Um, And then they would develop whenever they sign up as an affiliate, they get their own affiliate code. And that affiliate code helps them to sell the, the products as well as to sell the program. I want to switch gears here a little bit. I think it's so cool. And 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 just in case you forgot this, Mindful Tribe, you can check it out, mindfulnessmode.com slash LTS music. And then you can look at the options and, and see what you think of it. Oh, and use coupon code mindfulnessmode to get a special price from Ian. You were recently featured in a book that's gone crazy with, you know, like it's just downloaded so many times. And I read this. It was great. It was really great. The book is called The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing Techniques, right? Yeah. And so tell us about getting into this book. Tell us about this and how this happened and everything. Yeah. Laura DeFranco, who's the author and the publisher of the book, is a friend of mine. And she's super amazing, very uh, highly motivated. 
um, very down to earth and just full of lots of love. And she, yeah, and I can, and I can jump in here and say, I know this because thank you, Ian, you introduced me to Laura. That was great. We had a chat and she's going to be on the show soon. And she really is like, she's so real and down to earth and kind and generous. She just seems like such a generous spirit. So sorry that I interrupted, but go on. No, it's okay. Yeah. And she brought together 25 authors, you know, me included, uh, where she, each one has their own forte or specialty in the holistic practitioner community. Um, I was in there for sound healing. I believe there's another sound healer in there as well. And then there was just... Well, there's Sharon Karn. Is that who you're thinking yes. of? Yes. Because I've had her in the show. Okay. And she's a, she's an amazing woman too. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I've never met her personally, but I'm just... It was just really neat to see her in the book. And then the every, all the other authors was like Reiki and intention and mindfulness and, uh, you know, just so many different... But the whole focus of the book was basically for the person who purchases the book and, and is reading at home, they can do every single exercise and, and technique by themselves. It's not something that you have to invest thousands and thousands of dollars in for no. technology. It's just something that you can do with the book uh, and some basic tools at home. And it's just so cool, especially during these times. Yeah, I love that because yeah. each person goes on and they tell their story and they talk about what they do. And then all of a sudden you're reading tools. Here's a tool that you can actual, actually use an exercise that you can actually do at home if you're experiencing issues that are related to that. And so it is very cool. And I love the fact that you can just, you know, you can read a chapter in, you know, 20 minutes and just enjoy the person's story and where they've come. And that's exactly what it was like for you to be able to read. And you've really had some challenging times. I mean, you, you know, you tell about it, you had a time when you were just not making any money and you were doing social, you know, helping people through a charity and everything. And uh, tell us about some of those tough times you've had. Yeah. Well, before I did Listening to Smile, I ran a nonprofit for almost 10 years um, called Homemade Genius, working with a lot of the underserved community. And it was such a humbling and growing experience being a part of that. But at a certain point, you realize you're not going to be able to make a living running that. It's not sustainable, is it? It's not. It's not sustainable. And so I decided to make a shift. And when I made that shift, I was a musician and poet and an artist and a very bohemian kind of person and wanted to do something. But I knew that it was going to be very challenging to try to do any of those things to make a living. And I was very unsure. And I think in that time of being unsure is when I started getting sick. I started getting you know, pretty ill that one doctor diagnosed me with MS, another doctor diagnosed me with colon cancer. There was a lot of health issues. I was having muscle twitching, autoimmune oh, wow. stuff. I was having rashes, heart palpitations. I was having breathing problems. I was having digestive issues. I was having just so many things that were going Yeah. And were you overweight at that time? I was. I, that was uh, 2010, 2011. I was about 312, 315 pounds back then. Wow. And um, Hard to believe because you're slim now. You look like the picture of health. I mean, <laughs> you really got on, back on track somehow, didn't you? Like, And this MS thing, like, what is this? Like, I've known a couple of other people who have been diagnosed with MS and then later they kind of start to do healthy eating and stuff like that. How do people get diagnosed with MS? And it's, is it actually a false diagnosis or what? What I've seen and what I've heard from other people um, is that stress really brings out a lot of different problems. 
across the board, but in MS, it's really triggering. It's something that really brings on a lot of whole host of symptoms and brings them on pretty full force. And so mm-hmm. I think like people who are having high amounts of stress, they will get that. It's not saying that that's just stress causes MS, but I think that MS is something that's an underlining uh, issue that is, you know, kind of brought to the surface by highly stressful situations, you know? And so through that, when someone pinpoints the root, the focus of like, Hey, I'm too, I'm not eating, I'm not sleeping. I'm not, you know, they start targeting the issues of why the stress is becoming so much in their life. I think it starts to help alleviate a whole host of symptoms. I think stress is really one of the the first things that we should start working on, focusing on, if you have an issue, a disease, a health problem, the first thing, in my opinion, is that you have to tackle your stress and then you tackle your mindset and then you'll actually start going after, you know, the issue at hand, whether it's diabetes or MS or anything like that. But I think that's one of the things that we really teach with our clients is that, you know, stress, number one, is what we have to get rid of. Number two is your hopeless mindset, you know, because... Anytime anyone gets sick, we kind of go into that victimized mode of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? I can't believe this. Why has this happened? You know, those types of things. So if you can get those first two things under control, you're working from a more balanced platform to set yourself up for successfully treating whatever disease or issue, you know, health issue that is has come up. And so I think it's really important that you know, people really understand how important it is to be mindful, the intention setting, breath work, meditation. These are something, they're very simple to do, but they're so powerful as tools to keep your body balanced. And the more that you stay balanced, the better you're going to deal with whatever stress comes up. Right, right. And what a great way to kind of get on that track by just simply putting on some music and getting yourself into a calm state with that. Now, I teach meditation, as you know, and there are a lot of people who they hear about how meditation can really help them and how good it is and that there's scientific evidence and all that stuff. But then when they actually go to the next step and try to do it, I find that a lot of clients just will say, well, I can't do that. Like my mind just is too active. My mind's too busy. I can't do that thing. And I just feel like, This is a way to do it that's like a stepping stone, you know, like you put on a track and you just you're just focusing on the music. And it's as simple as that. You're not, you know, not saying to yourself, oh, I have to have no thoughts in my mind at all. (laughs) You know, you're not trying to meet some kind of unreasonable expectations. You're simply thinking, okay, I'm feeling stressed right now. I'm going to put on one of Ian's tracks. And Mindful Tribe, I can tell you that since meeting Ian way back when, I guess it was in 2019 or 2018 when we first started talking, I could tell you, Ian is one of the most genuine, uh, caring people with, you know, no desire to sort of, you know, profit in an unreasonable way. He just is making a living. He's creating his music. He's giving, giving, giving. And, And I've talked to other people who know Ian and they all say the same thing. You're just such a giver. Have you always been that way? I mean, here, well, obviously I'm asking a guy who had a nonprofit for 10 years. Yeah. As a kid, 
as a kid, what were you like? Were you always like helping other kids and giving <laughs> to them? And like, I can just see this little kid out in the playground, you know, hey, you want to play with my toy truck or whatever? <laughs> Is that what you were like as a kid? Well, people ask me why I started my nonprofit before. And it's my yeah. mom. My mom uh, was just, and, and my dad too. My dad was very typical male, but he also had a heart, a really good heart. And my mom definitely was just full of compassion and empathy. And um, it's, so I learned that from a very young age. But I, I remember when we were in Little League, my parents uh, rented two or three buses and took all of the kids who were underserved uh, from the Little League Baseball League to Pittsburgh Pirate Stadium. And we got to meet players go onto the field. And so I think like, even from like T-ball and little league, I was seeing things that my parents were doing to help other people. They would raise, you know, through the little league team would run out of money. So they would do a concessions fundraiser and they would be, you know, organize it and be working in the concession stand to raise money so that kids could play baseball that couldn't afford it. And so it was just always something embedded from a very young age. And I think that's why I went on that path. But um, your heart must be so full when you feel those feelings and those memories of what your parents did when you were a kid. Like that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, it's definitely what's made me who I am today by being, you know, raised that way. And, and my dad played music and he, you know, when he passed away in 2001, I had like 2,400 uh, vinyl records that he, you know, gave me and a bunch of instruments. And I would not be doing music without that influence in my life. So I'm very blessed and very thankful for wow. all of that. Yeah. And what music did you play when you were a kid? Did you play a musical instrument or did you sing or did you dance? What did you do when you were a kid? I, I, you know, what's funny is I never started playing music until I was 17, 17, oh. 18 years old. But I remember the yeah, and first, what was it, what was your first instrument? Uh, bass guitar. Okay. Uh, playing bass guitar, but yeah, and it's and don't uh, they say that bass, the bass part of music is sort of has the biggest influence on reducing your stress or something like that? Well, you know what's interesting is bass, the lower frequencies. I always say are the placebo, and what I mean uh -huh. by that is if I play a high pitch frequency, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. people are kind of like, uh, it's too, too, On edge. yeah. Almost. But if you play a low frequency and someone can feel it in their body, they feel the vibration. They say like, Oh, I can feel it. This is working. And they kind of relax. And so like what we do in our music is we actually layer the frequency. So we'll have like 528 frequency of love. We'll put a mid octave and a bass octave together, like a tritone, not a tritone in a musical theory term, but just three tones stacked and that's the foundation of the song and they're panned like a binaural beat with a mono beat so you've got this tritone working as a foundation then all the instruments are tuned and placed on that on top of it so when people are listening with headphones they'll say your music sounds so much more full than regular you know music mm. and i'll tell them it's this tritone that we create as a foundation for each song it's just a very powerful like, that's what i come back to frequency as the disruptor it's where it it right. disrupts those old belief patterns and thought patterns and perspectives. And you're able to sit in the quiet of the storm with the headphones on and you yeah. can observe these thoughts. And it's a way that you can create new neuro pathways and create new perspectives, new outlooks. Right. It's so scientific. And that's one of the things I love about it. It's so scientific, but it's like so creative. I mean, you're able to exercise your amazing creativity skills and your desire to work in the, in the field of 
being creative, but also scientifically. And not everybody gets to do that. That is very, very cool. So I know what you mean about those lower sounds. Like they just sort of feel like you just feel like you can settle into it. I've, I've met deaf people before who actually get a lot of pleasure of feeling the vibrations from music, even though they can't literally hear them, they can feel the vibrations in their body. And I had a hernia surgery one time and they wrapped wire around, you know, when they, when they did the repair. They told me that there was fine wire that they wrapped in there to make sure that the repair never would come undone. And they said, there could be times when you will experience something as a result of that. Well, I found out what they meant by that because sometimes when I'm in church and the musicians are playing the music, there are certain frequencies that in my abdomen, I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. And it's like this vibration. And it's just like I'm picking up a radio station or something. Wow. And I can't hear it. I can feel it in my body and it vibrates and it it feels really cool. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. And you know, so I know that metal was in there. You know, when I go when I go uh, through the airport, you know, sometimes they detect it. Uh-huh. That there's metal in there. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's wire that they, <laughs> they put in there to wrap this or whatever it is that they did for a hernia. So how cool is that? That is really cool. That's so neat. Yeah, it's it's so, you know, and it's starting to come to the surface more and more every day. There's people in sports medicine. There's a lot of different companies who've invested into machine, you know, technology. Like in um, Cleveland, the, the clinic, they have a brain surgery machine that actually uses frequency that dissipates uh, brain tumors that are inoperable. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. so more and more, this is coming to the forefront where sound, you know, frequency is the new medicine, you know, in a, in a sense. It really is. And I interviewed a guy who is a scientist. I, I should be able to think of his name right now, but he works in that field of ultrasound. Yeah. And he said, what if we could use ultrasound you know, to do all kinds of other things. And because he's a scientist and he works with a lot of other doctors and things like that, then he could he could get a hold of ultrasound machines and he used these machines on his own brain, you know, because he could do it because, you know, he, he could do it to himself. Yeah. And so he's experimenting with that. And I think it's just incredible where we're going with this because there's so much we don't know, but we're starting to learn that sound really is an incredible healer. Yeah, totally. Um, you, you know, and even in the comic book world, I remember there was a, I'm trying to remember the character's name, but I, I don't, I can't remember, but it was someone that could speak a sound, make sound, and then they had a superpower that would enhance it or amplify the sound and they could use it for different things. And I think that mm-hmm. when people realize that their intentions are that, you know, even, mm-hmm. you know, in the make-believe world, there's still something that's that powerful and it's the intention. And so when you, when you add sound, vibration, and frequency with intention you're really amplifying this to be a superpower. It's it's such an amazing thing when you see people that have been sick and they go through a sound bath and then they gain the courage to start experimenting with their intentions. And what that means is teaching people about deep listening. You know, a lot of times now we're so hustle bustle and busy, we, we're not really focused or really present in any moment because we're constantly thinking of other things or doing other things. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what is a sound bath? Because that's a very cool term. Yeah. So a sound bath is something that would kind of cross bridges between sound healing 
and like vibroacoustic therapy, which is basically feeling the vibration in your body. Like someone plays a singing bowl on you or a speaker is playing vibration frequency into you, or even there's tables that play the, the frequency directly into your body. And a sound bath would basically be, you know, 20, 30 people coming together in a room and either traditional sound healing instruments or speakers are used in a room to create a frequency and vibration that is loud enough that the body can feel the vibration. And it's something that over a period of, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, people start getting in these very highly relaxed states. It's not uncommon for someone to start crying. People start laughing because the, the energy in the body is being new. So a lot of people that have stagnant energy or oppressed emotions, you know, suppressed emotions uh, are just basically, it just comes out, you know, it's moving. I know what you're talking about because when I was speaking at the Consciousness Summit in Atlanta, Georgia, I walked into the room, you know, the like the main ballroom kind of room where everybody went in to listen to things and all that stuff. In each corner of the room, they had these huge singing bowls that they were like three feet in diameter. Yeah. They were massive. Right. And when you could go over there and experiment and you could literally feel the vibrations in your body, like it was. And then when other people were doing it at the same time, you were like in this sensation. I guess I was in a sound bath. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely, it's very much like that. And um, it's very powerful. And when you, now, when you're feeling that vibration, if you're working with someone who's saying, okay, let's, the reason that you came here today is for X and O, and, and we're going to focus on that. Here's the breathing I want you to do. And here's the intention I want you to hold. And then when you're feeling that vibration, you're taking it in, you're amplifying it to power. Like, well, Dana and I will often say frequency is the fuel. And that's what we mean is that you're taking that, that intention and you're fueling it, moving it forward, propelling it, amplifying it with that intention. And so it's very powerful. Wow. I just love talking to you. <laughs> I have to say that because, wow, it's just such cool stuff. And as a music teacher myself, you know, like I, I loved playing music when I was a kid. I loved learning all the different instruments and then being able to teach them to kids. But I do know that music has such a powerful, positive effect on people, on kids, on, on adults. I mean, we can all benefit from it. So yeah, mindfulnessmode.com slash LTS music. That's where you can check more of this out. And of course, you can go to Ian's uh, website, which is uh, listening to smile. Dot com and I always say I always smile when I say it. I don't know why. Well, I know why because it just it's just such a great name. Listening to smile. So check it out. And uh, it's been so great talking to you, Ian. Do you have any last minute comments before we wrap up our conversation? Yeah. Well, I was just going to tell you that listening to smile became the company name because I had built a bed, you know, frequency bed that people would lay on. And every time I would turn it on, they would just start smiling really big. And after about the fifth or sixth person that did that, I said, wow, listening to smile, that's the, the company name, you know? So that's, that's one little tidbit. And then the other thing is that in those offerings that you just, you know, mentioned, there's a book that you talked about, the healing techniques book is in there. We have five copies that will be personally autographed for the individuals that buy them. And they will come with a digital download CD. 
Cool. And then we also have a bundle of four CDs that are reduced price for your listeners on there. And then the last one is the affiliate program. If there's any holistic practitioners out there that would like to work with our music and to be able to add value and also generate revenue, we've got that on there too. So, so there's three choices. Yeah. If you go to mindlessmode.com slash LTS music, you get three choices. One choice is joining the membership for $600 a year. One, What was that first choice that you mentioned? The first choice is the autograph book with the CD. Now, how's it an autograph book if it's a download? I got to get this. It's a physical book. It's a physical copy book. Oh, you get the physical book. You actually send it. Yeah, we mail it to them. Oh. Yeah, so that first dollars, they get a a book and a digital download album. Okay, so it's $40. You get the book actually mailed to you and then you get to listen to some actual music that you have written and created. Yeah, and then the next level was the four CD bundle. There's four digital download albums. There's a movement meditation There's and there's meditation discs that are all in there. Um, normally, that'd be $100 retail and we're selling it with you for 88 for the four CDs. And then the third package is the affiliate program for 600 Thank you very much for outlining that and making that available to my guests, Ian. That is awesome. So once again, Mindful Tribe, go to mindfulnessmode.com slash L. TS music and use coupon code mindfulness mode to get Ian's special price. And don't forget, this is an affiliate link. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. I think it's the most wonderful thing that you met Dana, that you've got this partner in life and partner in business. Thank you so much for being on mindfulness mode today, Ian. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. We'd love to come back in the near future and we'll see if we can go into some more depths and, and share what the future holds, you know. Yeah, for sure. Okay, have a great rest of your day, Ian. Bye now. Mindful Tribe, I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you did, please tell your friends about the show. Every person who subscribes and listens helps our show. So in the meantime, take what you heard today and reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.